the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Pastor Keith Crosby of Hillside Church. Right now counts forever. God has raised you up for such a time as this. Redeem the time. Share the gospel. Spend the rest of your days not paralyzed by fear, but actualized by the coming glory of God, motivated to serve him. Because you know how the story ends. It's not up to you, it's up to God, and he will intervene and set things right. I can see the promised land Though there's pain within the plan There is victory in the end Your love is my battle cry The answer for all my life Every dragon will fall The mountains will move Every chain of the past You've broken into All the fear of the lies We're singing the truth That nothing is impossible With you Well, hello and welcome to today's edition of the Grace to Live radio broadcast with Keith Crosby, Senior Pastor of Hillside Church in San Jose, California. We are so delighted that you've chosen to spend time with us today on the program. And as always, we would encourage you to follow along with us in your Bibles if you can. On today's broadcast, Pastor Keith continues in his teaching series from the Old Testament book of Daniel. So if you have your Bibles, please turn with us today to the book of Daniel, chapter 7. And now, here's Pastor Keith with today's study. The Son of Man returns to earth with the glory of his holy angels. There's no need, right, for anxiety. There's no need to be afraid. What you're seeing here is the end of history from the perspective of the Ancient of Days This is the heavenly perspective, the eternal perspective, not the perspective of the mayfly or the human being. God has neither forgotten his promises to Israel, who has been in captivity for 50 years. He will not forget, he will not break his covenant with Israel, nor will he break his promises to the church. Verses 15 and 16, as for me, Daniel, my spirit within me was anxious and the visions of my head alarmed me. And I approached one of those who stood there and asked him to tell me the truth concerning all this. So he told me and made known to me the interpretation of all things. Verse 17, these four great beasts are four kings who shall arise out of the earth. But, but the saints of the Most High, and he's referring to Israel at this point, because the Jews don't know about us yet. We're included in there somewhere. The saints of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever 
forever and ever. Did you get that last part? Forever and ever. This is Christus Victor. Christ is victorious. Christ conquers. He will crush his enemies and he will restore Israel and he will bless us too right with them. They receive the kingdom from their conquering king. So what? So be at peace. You know, people, I get emails all the time. Have you seen this video? Have you seen what this person said? I don't watch YouTube pastors, really. You know, you know what? I mean, we go to all these YouTube. And we get, they have all these, they try to sell you all these DVDs. Those aren't your pastor. That's not your church. Don't worry about it. God is sovereign. He's in control. And you know what? No one knows the hour, the minute. And even if you did, you couldn't change it because God is sovereign. So be at peace. Venue change number five. Things will get worse. Verses 19 through 22. Then I desired to know the truth about the fourth beast. This fourth beast has hung Daniel up. It should. Then I desired to know the truth about the fourth beast, which was different than all the rest, exceedingly terrifying, with its teeth of iron and claws of bronze, which devoured and broke in pieces and stamped what was left with its feet, and about the ten horns that were on its head, and the other horn that came up before which the three of them fell, and the horn had eyes and a mouth that spoke great things and seemed greater than its companions. This little horn comes out of nowhere, that's Antichrist, and just seems different than even this great beast, which is Rome, and these ten nations that come up afterwards. And verse 21, And I looked, and this horn made war with the saints and prevailed over them. And I looked, as I looked, this horn made war with the saints and prevailed over them until, until what? Until the Ancient of Days came and judgment was given for the saints of the Most High. And the time came when the saints possessed the kingdom. This is restoration of Israel. Again, all this war, all this upheaval, they're in exile for 50 years. They're going to they're gonna see regime changes in their lifetime. But it's all under control. This is going to continue and continue. And it's going to go from bad to worse in some cases until the Ancient of Days comes and judges and restores the saints and gives them the kingdom. Now, this is important here. You know why? Let's talk a little eschatology. There are people right now who have an optimistic eschatology. What does that mean? Well, there's a couple of... uh, species of eschatology, of end time stuff. There's the amillennial, says there's no millennium and spiritualizes the text and all this stuff. There's the postmillennial, which used to have about 14 adherents, but now it's gaining credence among people who should know better. And the postmillennial view is, is that we're going to make, we're going to Christianize the world, that the kingdom of God is spreading even as we speak, and it's going to transform the world until Christ can return. We're going to make the world Christian or we're going to Christianize it. Some people are setting up Zion in Moscow, Idaho. That's a whole other story. Laughable. But here's the idea for some. The saints will make the world Christian. There's only one problem with that, of course. And that problem is the Bible. Okay? Look at verses 21 and 22 again. And I looked and the horn made war with the saints and they conquered him. That's not what it says, right? He prevailed. He prevailed over them until Christ returned and intervened, until the Ancient of Days came. And judgment was given not to the saints, 
for the saints of the Most High, and the time came when they possessed the kingdom. This last earthly kingdom is going to crush the saints that remain, that, who come to Christ after the rapture, who come to Christ during the tribulation period, and he's going to have his way with them pretty much, Jew and Gentile, Christian alike. Dominion is given to the saints through Christ at his return, not because the world has been sufficiently evangelized. God will save his saints, the Jewish people. No need to be anxious, Judah, is what Daniel's saying. God is not done with you yet, and you have not been replaced by the church. So what do you do with this? Applicationally, read your Bibles. You know, stay away from the podcasts and all that kind of stuff where they're pushing this garbage, you know. And remember this. Right now counts forever. God has raised you up for such a time as this. Redeem the time. Share the gospel. Spend the rest of your days not paralyzed by fear, but actualized by the coming glory of God, motivated to serve him. Because you know how the story ends. It's not up to you, it's up to God, and he will intervene and set things right. Change of venues again. Change of venue number six. How are we doing here? Ooh, okay, yeah. Change of venue number six. Daniel 7, 23 to 27. Yes, we're getting there. Thus he said, as for the fourth beast, fourth beast, there shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, which shall be different from all the kingdoms. And it shall devour the whole earth and trample it down and break it to pieces. As for the ten horns, out of this kingdom ten kings shall arise, and another shall arise after them. He shall be different. He shall be different from the former ones and shall put down three kings. So here he comes. He shall speak words against the Most High, great things, blasphemous things, and he shall wear out, he shall wear out the saints of the Most High and shall think to change the times and the law and they, the saints of the Most High, shall be given into his hand for a time and time and a half. It's talking about sort of the tail end of the uh, tribulation period. Things will not go well for people who come to Christ after the rapture. But look at verse 26. Tough times are ahead. But, but, all this is going on on earth. The court shall sit in judgment and his dominion, this antichrist dominion, shall be taken away to be consumed and destroyed to the end. And the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole earth whole heaven shall be given shall be given to the people of the saints of the most high his kingdom shall be everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey him this tail end reminds you right of nebuchadnezzar's dream when that great statue was there and then this big stone not made by hands rolls in and crushes everything and daniel tells nebuchadnezzar this will come long after your reign but this kingdom is the lasting kingdom that's what we're seeing here and again you look at verse 25 right Verse 25, the newly converted Christians, Jewish converts to Christianity, others. He shall speak words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. Shall wear them out, right? There'll be a time of great persecution. It's going to be tough. You know, 
again, you have these people who think that we're, oh, great things are happening right now. The gospel's going out everywhere. Is it? It is, but it's all transfer. America is dead post-Christian. Canada is dead post-Christian. Western Europe is dead post-Christian. We are rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic and only God will save us. The idea that we're going to Christianize the world or Christianize Moscow, Idaho, um, doesn't line up with Scripture. Now, the, the gospel has gone to the global south, Africa, Central and Latin America, but it's a redistribution. And what we see here is that Antichrist is going to come in and he is going to wear out the saints. You know what? You see that in Revelation 13, 5 through 10 also. The beast was given a mouth uttering haughty and blasphemous words and it was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months, time, times and a half, one year plus two years and a half time, three and a half years. And watch this. It opened its mouth to utter blasphemies against God, blaspheming his name and his dwelling, that is those who dwell in heaven. Also, don't miss this, it was allowed to make war on the saints and to conquer them. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. If anyone is to be taken captive, to captivity he goes. If anyone is to be slain with the sword, with the sword he must be slain. Here is a call for the endurance and faith of the saints. Frightening, isn't it? Anxious? Don't be. Nothing and no one can separate you from the love of God. Nothing can take away your salvation. You won't be here if you're a Christian for that. The Antichrist is the fourth beast that will pummel the saints, prevailing over them, wearing them out. That's what Daniel says. That's what Revelation says. The Jewish people in captivity knew that tough times were ahead, but God would come in and wipe this guy out. So you have to be faithful. You have to cling to what is true. You have to cling to your convictions. This is not the time for compromise. Okay, then you change number seven. Verses 26 and 27. All this is going on. The saints are getting obliterated. Moscow, Idaho may be even obliterated. There's a joke among the pastors about Moscow, Idaho. It's just a long story. But anyway, what does it say here in verse 26 and 27? Should we panic? No. But the court shall sit in judgment. The court of the ancient of days shall sit in judgment. And his dominion, the Antichrist dominion, this one speaking great things against the Most High, who is pummeling the saints, his dominion shall be taken away to be consumed and destroyed to the end. And the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole of heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Jesus wins. We are exonerated. We are exalted. But why all this war and suffering? People say, well, Why? Because we have sinned against the holy God. This is all self-inflicted gunshot wounds, so to speak. Romans 5.12 reminds us that sin came into the world through one man and spread to all because all sinned. Sin and death spread everywhere. 
Romans 6, 23 tells us the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life. The world has rebelled we, in an insurgency against the Most High. That's why we are exiles living in exile. That's why there's a pride month. That's why nobody knows what a woman is. That's why nobody knows what a pastor is anymore. Even in our circles. They do in the Southern Baptist Convention, but that's a whole other story for another day. Back to Daniel. The kingdom and the dominion and the greatness and the kingdoms under the whole earth shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. It shall be given to them. They do not take it. They have been pummeled. God has restored them. And so by way of application, remember, cling to what is true. Don't trust your feelings for a moment. God is in control in the midst of this storm that you're in right now, that I'm in, that we're in together, that you may be suffering privately, secretly. God will prevail. If you are his, God will sustain you. And remember this, that your reward isn't in the here and now necessarily. It's in the next life. You might be like Job, not knowing what hit you until you get to the other side. Or you might be like Daniel with some sense of what's coming and why. So we go to our eighth venue now. Finally, right? We'll get you to the end here. Here is the end of the matter. That's the end of his summation. As for me, Daniel, my thoughts greatly alarmed me and my color changed, but... This frightened me. It scared me to death. But I kept the matter in my heart. What does it say about Mary when she heard about Jesus, right? She treasured these things in her heart. Daniel wrote all this down and he kept the matter in his heart. It, it sustained him. God is in control. Here is hope. Their God is not defeated. And he's revealing what he's going to do. That he's not done with Israel. That he's not done with you and me. He shows them there is light at the end of the tunnel. And guess what? It's not a freight train. And that's why even in the book of Acts, you know, when the disciples are talking to the resurrected Christ in Acts chapter 6, Acts chapter 1, I mean, verses 6 to 8, they say to him, they think, oh, here's Jesus, he's come back. They don't have the total picture yet. They don't know that there's going to be a second coming. So they're dealing with the resurrected Jesus, and they say, is now the time that the kingdom's going to be restored? And he goes, no, it's not for you to know the, the seasons, the time, or the moment. But as for you, you will be my witnesses to Samaria, Judea, excuse me, to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the whole world. Treasure these things in your heart. This is who you are. This is why you are. God has raised you up for such a time as this. Hillside, it's the same application. Don't worry about when the kingdom's coming or when the Antichrist is going to come. Even if you knew the moment, what are you going to do, assassinate him? No, you know what he's going to do. God has ordained it. He's told you. Your job is to be Christ's witnesses to San Jose, Santa Clara County, California, the United States, and the rest of the world, even the Democratic Republic of Congo, where our four people are coming back from. This world is a mess. There's no question about it. It's about to get messier. Great and terrible and wonderful days are ahead. Because, and wonderful because you know the outcome. You know the outcome. And it's all up to God. And all we need to do is be faithful, abide in Christ, keep his word, 
Stand on your convictions and let him do the heavy lifting. Christus victor, Christ will prevail. These things, as it says in Romans chapter 15, 4, were written for you in the scriptures that you might have hope through the scriptures and encouragement. And that you might glorify Christ with one voice. So by way of application, let's invest the rest of our mayfly lives in the kingdom. Because you are not of this world. You are just passing through. You are exiles living in exile. And the secret to your survival is to trust in God even when life hurts. Is to look into his word and look beyond your feelings and look beyond this fog of war that we live in. This fog of confusion with the heavenly perspective. Additional application. Two things. Remember that while this life and world, in this life and world, you will have tribulation. Christ has overcome the world. So what are you afraid of? What can man do to you? Don't worry about the one who can kill the body. Worry about the one who can kill the soul and cast it into hell, right? Number two, remember that right now, counts for eternity there are people who need to hear the gospel and you are the messengers that's why you are here make the most of the time you know it's interesting you don't always get the the picture why things happen and in my life I've made it a point as an act of worship I never ask why just what okay father what I do now you know I stood in my uh living room last night and I looked and I was standing in a part of the living room where I took a phone call Terry and I were unpacking the Christmas decorations and I took a phone call that told me my daughter had been run over by a car and I surveyed that room and then I st- stood and looked at this wall over here and that was the wall where my daughter was married during COVID you know Great memories there. And then this morning, I took a phone call from Paris where my daughter, who usually can't do anything for more than an hour, had spent two weeks, one week in England and one week in Paris, helping her husband chaperone high school kids, which is virtually impossible for her to do. And then I got a Father's Day text from Anna from Savannah, Georgia, and Robert. And I see the great and wonderful things that God did. And then this week, I'm, in a, I'm signing some paperwork and this person who I'm signing it with is a basket case. And I can't figure out why. And she starts talking to me about her crippled son who 10 years ago was stricken by this disease that no one could manage. They were trying to figure out what it was. And it had crippled his body because he was growing. And this disease was destroying his peripheral nervous system. And one leg was longer than the other. And he'd been athletic. And at 13, he was angry and mad and confused. And nobody understood this disease called chronic demyelinating polyneuropathy. And I said, you know, I have that disease. I would love to talk to your son. I'd love to help you. And it occurred to me that all things really do work together for good. And sometimes, like Daniel, even like me in a very small way, if I was crippled all this last two years to lead this little boy to Christ in the next month or two or year, it's all worth it, right? Because God is sovereign and he makes no mistakes And I want you to remember that. Heaven rules. God is in control. Fear not. There's no reason for high anxiety because the Most High, the Ancient of Days, 
is in control and everything that's going on has a reason and a purpose and all you have to do is just play your part and leave the rest to him that's why we're here her side that's why God has raised us up for such a time as this now counts forever make the most of the time God is going to bless us in this life or the next we may end up like Job and not know till we get to heaven or we may get a little peek of things like Daniel and get a little extra encouragement who knows Pastor Keith Crosby on today's edition of Grace to Live. We are so blessed that you've chosen to spend time with us today studying God's Word. And if you'd like more information on Pastor Keith or Hillside Church, here's how you can connect with us. Our mailing address is 545 Hillsdale Avenue in San Jose, California, 95136. The church office telephone line is area code 408 269 4782. And you can connect with us on our website, which is gracetoliveradio.org. There you can check out archived messages of past sermons and also listen to Pastor Keith's weekly blog. And please remember that the Grace to Live Radio program is a listener supported ministry outreach of Hillside Church if you'd like to partner with us financially. Again, all of these things are available to you on our website, gracetoliveradio.org. Also, I'd like to remind you that Pastor Keith and the staff here at Hillside always look forward to hearing from you. So if you'd like to drop us a note, you can email us here at keith at hillside.org. Well, we hope that you'll join us again next time for Grace to Live. But until then, I'm your host, Kevin Reeves. And on behalf of Pastor Keith and everyone here at Hillside Church, it is our prayer that the Lord will richly bless you. And thanks for listening. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.